Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. What's up, TikTok Radio? We have a very special guest today. We have at Rich Black Guy from TikTok and Instagram. You've probably seen his funny skits, his Target skits, the hostages are my personal favorite. But welcome, Rich. Hi, it's great to be here. How are you? I'm great. (laughs) So I'm so interested to hear about your whole journey online. We've been mutuals for at least a year now, if not more. So it's always fun to connect with someone in real life online. Yeah, right. Is this real life? Does this count? Uh, Yeah, this is real life. (laughs) Go ahead and tell our listeners who you are, how you got started on TikTok. Yeah, sure thing. So um, yeah, I go by Rich Black Guy on like all social media. Um, It derives from my name, which is Rich Guy. I mean, full name is like Richard Guy, but you know, um, but yeah, it's, it's come from a name and I'm black and I'm proud and, um, I'm also half Asian too, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the, the, that's how I started my name. Um, I, I started creating like comedic content, um, on Instagram first before like TikTok became a thing. Um, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I could just because like I saw a bunch of other like, um, content creators and like, you know, I know that they create like all these comedy sketches and stuff and, you know, it, it just seems so simple and like, you know, they're hilarious and I felt like I also had a sense of humor. So I was just like, let me go ahead and throw my hat in the ring. And so, you know, um, and I started off late on Instagram. There, there was already a bunch of other creators who have like hundreds and, and thousands of followers and stuff like that. And, you know, the algorithm was not really favoring like new content creators around that time. You know, but I still tried to like truck along. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, like I, I create content on Instagram. Um, my first, um, like my first break, I guess, was when I created like this uh, parody on like Jada Pinkett Smith that she reposted. Um, and it, Ooh. and yeah, yeah, she reposted it when she started Instagram. She saw like one of my videos and then she reposted it. And I was just like, holy crap. So it like, you know, get, got me my first like 10,000 followers. And then from there, I was just like, you know what? If I know that I can like, you know, like, like I can get the attention of like, you know, um, celebrities and stuff like that doing the content that I'm creating, then why not just um, continue to do this? So, um, yeah, I just kept on doing that. Um, and then TikTok, someone introduced me to TikTok, told me to like put my stuff there. So then I started there and then that's when like my following ramped up like crazy. Yeah, it's um, almost 5 million, right? Or are yeah, you almost 5 million now? I'm almost at 5. I'm at like 4.8 and it's still climbing even though I haven't yeah, really been we'll posting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's round up. Um, and then um, I started blowing up on um, on YouTube. I have like, uh, I just hit like 3 million. I'm already like past 
three. I'm at like three point two million now. Yeah, I mean, I on, see those um, plaques back there. Yeah, you see that? You see that? I love, I love putting these things in my background now. <laughs> it's like a casual flex, like yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's like, oh yeah, you know that that that's just a gold plaque. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I love it. I didn't realize that you got started on Instagram first. So, what time frame was that? Was that like post Vine era Instagram? Or was it closer yes. to when TikTok started kind of getting popular? Yes, I think it was like post Vine and then pre TikTok. Um, so I like this was a time when all the Vine, like I never downloaded Vine. I never, I mean, I heard about it, but it was like one of those things where I just kind of shrugged my shoulders. Um, but then like I saw that more creators from Vine moved on to Instagram. And then that's, that's what got me attention to like, you know, these creators or whatever. Um, and yeah, like I, I guess I, so. I started around like 2018 on okay. Instagram. Yeah, um, and it was just like like when I first started too. Like I didn't want to like tell anyone about it, especially like you know you know you know when you first start something, especially and then you just like it's something completely different from what you do because like I used to work for the government and like I'm like I'm supposed to be like super low key, you know. I'm supposed to just like I have no personality. I'm a paper busher and stuff like that. So like. For me to do something like online, like I didn't like and, and to like put my personality out there more like it was very like jarring. It was very like weird for me because I just never really did that before. And I, I didn't tell my friends. I didn't tell my coworkers. I didn't tell anyone, you know, um, That's so it was just funny. something I did. <laughs> yeah, it was just something that I did privately. I just wanted it. And I thought of it as more of like a um, way to just like express my thoughts through humor, you know, um, and to just it was just like more of a, like a creative outlet for me. Um, so I started doing that and then, yeah, like fast forward, like a couple of years, um, now everyone knows and everyone thinks of me as like this, all my like friends and coworkers think of me as like this Clark Kent Superman kind of person, you know, like, holy crap, didn't know you were Superman this whole time. Well, yeah, here Surprise. I am. <laughs> that's really cool i didn't realize so like i said i didn't realize you came from instagram originally i don't feel like we see that as much with tiktok a lot of times people that grow really big on tiktok that was like their first platform really generally yeah. speaking i mean i think there are exceptions to that rule but so when you started posting on instagram did you have any background in content creation or it just started out as like a fun creative hobby and you learned as you went um, I actually did have some background, but it was more so it was just like having fun with it, I guess. So I had some friends. So I had a friend um, who went viral like a few years back, like 2015. Um, he created this video with like he was like dancing in his underwear, like while like a brooming or whatever. And then like one of his roommates caught him doing that. And then, like, for some reason, it got super viral. Like, he's this, he's this, like, really handsome white guy that did that. And then, like, like he got super viral because, like, a lot of, like, women wanted to, like, meet him. And, like, you know, it was just kind of crazy how it started. So, like, we, I remember we used to, like, go to clubs and everyone used to, like, point him out. Like, oh, you're the cleaning dancing roommate or oh whatever. And <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it was just kind of crazy to just see my friend, like, go viral. And then, like, I guess we talked about it more and we thought about, like, hey, why don't we just create more videos, you know? Um so, I mean, it was mainly my roommate's idea, and I was just kind of there. I just wanted to, like, be there for, you know, just as, just to, um, you know, ride the wave with them or whatever. So, um, they created, like, a lot of content. They created a lot of, like, sketches and stuff, and it was great to be there with them. But then, like, I guess they um, got to a point where they started burning out. Um, and so, um, but then for me, I still felt like, you know, there was definitely potential 
for this to become big, you know? So I decided to just like create my own um, content, like taking some of the things that I've learned from like that experience and just applying it to like my content and just seeing where that goes, you know? Um, and so, yeah, like, and so now I'm, I'm here and now this is surprisingly my career. That's amazing. So once you started posting on Instagram, you started using TikTok once I assume you noticed it was gaining traction. What year did you start posting on TikTok? I think 2019, in the end of 2019. So like okay, right cool. before the pandemic. Right before the yeah. ramp up. That was when I <laughs> yeah, was yeah. like looking at the platform and that was when they rolled out link in bio. And I always say this anytime I talk about my journey on TikTok, but uh, when I noticed, when I heard that they were testing a link in bio, I was like, okay, game on. This is happening. People are going to be able to monetize this. And they're already paying a ton of creators, like big creators, mm -hmm. to come to the platform. So, yeah, you got in in that, like, sweet spot era. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I got it in the right time. And I, I got it at the time where people were just, like, spectating and thinking, this is just a kid's app. And even then, like, just hearing that just made me feel like, I feel so freaking weird in this app. But, like, I, I guess it's all about the perspective, right? And, like, back mm -hmm. in the day, I mean, nowadays, like, everyone is getting on TikTok, right? Like, everyone that has a business is trying to get on TikTok because that's where the views are, right? Um, and I think that's just, like, like, like I guess it's, like, thinking about, like, uh, social media as more of, like, an investment, right? So, like, back when TikTok was just, like, this new platform and everyone was hearing about it and people just saw it as, like, these... Um, um, people kids just dancing. just kids dancing and stuff like that. But you could see that, like, you know, um, what I liked about the platform is you just create content and the content will like reach out to random viewers and you will get the views that you you want, you know, versus Instagram. Um, it, their algorithm is like it will they will put the po most popular people first and all the people who are like still like, you know, they're starting like you have to do the hustle and bustle. You got to network with other creators. You got to like follow people and hopefully they'll follow you back. You know, there's so much work that needs to be done that it's like hard to like concentrate on your your creativity. And that's what I love about um, TikTok. And that's what I saw for with the future of TikTok. Like I thought of it like, okay, this is views. Like we're here, we're supposed to get views. We want to get followers. I understand that this is still in its infancy. People see it as though it's this like, yeah, it's a kid's app. Um, there's really nothing to come out of it. And for me, I just, I just like stuck to my guns. And I thought like, I'm pretty sure that this is going to be really, really huge, you know? Um, so yeah, I started was. uploading my content. Yeah, yeah, and it was, and I'm so happy that it became it, you know. And and even with the whole like, there was even more like speculation on like, oh, um, this is a Chinese app and it's gonna steal your content and stuff. So there was a lot of like pressure that was added to TikTok that just made it very like you know jarring for people, which I understand. Like it made people feel iffy about moving on to TikTok and stuff. But I, yeah, to me, I just got like, stuck to my guns. And, you know, I just I, 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 I saw the future. I knew what it was about and I just like, you know, went for it. So um, but when it comes to like my strategy in terms of like posting on TikTok, um, it I like I knew what to do. Like, 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 I, of course, you have to like study, like what is the kind of content that's posted on TikTok first? Right. Like mm -hmm. you see dancing, you see trends and stuff like that. So I felt like there's some sort of like introduction of making sure that you're leveling with it. So like, like for me, when I first started, I did jump into the trends, you know, like I saw that there was like, I, I jumped into the trends. I had like my own sense of creativity to it to kind of just like, you know, I saw that that's what like 
builds this trend. And it's like, it's, a, it's as if you're communicating with this culture on TikTok, right? Like, like mm-hmm. back in the day, or I mean, I'd say it's still now, but like back in the day, yeah. there was definitely this culture on TikTok where they're like, if you're on TikTok, you get the inside jokes. It felt like just one big inside joke community or whatever. So like I joined that, you know, I hopped on that and, you know, I felt like I was part of the community. Um, and then eventually I like, I, I mixed it in with my own content. Like I love creating like comedy sketches, like these one man, like, you know, stories and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I eventually had, and then eventually I didn't need to stick to those trends. I, I created a brand for myself, um, where I could do whatever I want and, you know, my fans will watch, you know? Yes. I'm so glad you said that. There's a few things I want to point out. You talked about researching basically what's on the platform. I talk about that all the time. You have to understand the platform that you're creating content for. Like I'm sure. And I want to hear what your thoughts on how YouTube shorts varies from Mm. TikTok and Instagram later. But also I liked that you said that it's the community aspect and it's kind of like an inside joke. Do you remember maybe i don't know what year this was do you remember when on tiktok there was no text feature so people would hold mm. up signs no this might have been the okay, heck? this was i'm gonna have to find videos from this i think it was like so tiktok became tiktok in 2018 it got bought out in august 2018 it was sometime in the early 2018 to 2019 period, I think there was no text on screen feature. So people, if they were going to do like a skit and label different parts or like a meme where they wanted to have text on the screen, people would literally hold up a piece of paper. I'm going to have to find some of them there. Man, it's probably going to be so hard to find them because that's so long ago. But yeah, so that was like an inside (laughs) joke, like a culture thing of TikTok. Like you wouldn't see a video like that on Instagram. Um, so yeah, I, I think the culture aspect, too, is a big reason people tend to gravitate to, like, one platform over another. TikTok tends to yeah. have that, like, kind of cult following. Yes, yes, it, it definitely did. And I would also say that um, back in the day as well, um, like, the what made me decide to, like, be on TikTok more around that time versus, like, Facebook or Instagram is that it was filled with, like, a lot of politics a lot of just like people's thoughts on things that just made it where it's just like there's I think like we get fatigued in seeing like mm-hmm. I, I think it's good to be aware of you know certain things that's going on in this world and stuff but at the same time it is like yeah it gets fatigued when you also see just like a lot of arguing going on and stuff and you know when people are um sometimes especially for me like I'm aware of what's going on I'm aware of what people are mad at and stuff like that but like I need to take a break so like at that time in TikTok I log in and all I saw was sure there's people dancing but I also saw a lot of creative people there a lot of creative people that I felt like I that I didn't get to see on Instagram. I'm like where are all these talented people coming from you know and yeah and that's what made me really want to uh dive in there and I felt like I also felt like on Instagram with a bunch of like those, the creators that already established themselves, like you can already tell that they're going through burnout. They're just like cranking videos. Like it, it got to the point where it's just like, there's not, I don't, I don't feel the same kind of feeling that I got when they first started or whatever. And I, and you know, and yeah, I felt like with uh, TikTok, it definitely was the platform to really see these like up and coming creators and it just really show like the town that people are missing on other uh, social media platforms. Yeah, and I like that it, like you said, with Instagram, it shows the most popular people and it's not really distributing new content. And with TikTok, Mm -hmm. we're seeing like normal everyday people 
grow followings for being themselves or for being creative in something that they're talented in. So when you first started posting on TikTok, were your videos performing well? This was after your P Jada Pinkett Smith video was reposted, right? So there was a time where when I first was introduced to TikTok, um, I posted a video. It got like, I don't know, like 200 views. And I was just like, all right, whatever. And then like, so I went back to doing whatever I was doing on Instagram. And then a few weeks later, um, I don't know how I just decided to just get back on to TikTok. I think I was hearing about it like word of mouth more. And then I was just like, okay, let me go ahead and give this a try. Let me format my videos um, to be vertical. So I used to, so I don't know if you oh, remember no. or if you followed anyone back me. in the day. Are you going to tell me what? that you posted square <laughs> videos on TikTok? Yeah. Well, not just, it's it's like the um, rectangle video or the rectangle. And then they have like text on the top and the bottom oh to gosh. kind of fill yes. up the space. Yeah. So that was my, I mean, it, it was working at that time, you know, it was definitely working around yeah. that time. So, um, but yeah, um, I, I remember, I, I think it was some that said that they worked at TikTok. They were telling me how to format, like, like you should make sure that your videos are vertical and it look like they're meant for TikTok. So mm -hmm. what I did was I took some of my sketches and then I just kind of like resized them on an app to make it look like it's vertical. And then I repost so it looked like it was actually on tiktok and then at that actually got some good views so like i you know i posted it like one of my uh sketches there and it got like um like a hundred thousand views you know uh i think it was like my third video it got like a hundred thousand views and i'm like holy crap like dang and then I, I think i got my first like five thousand uh followers from that and i thought that was crazy i'm just like it, that, like five thousand followers took me crazy. like six months to yeah 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 as, as a small creator I, I was like mind blown by that so um and i was talking to my friends my friends that uh that i told you about that like did uh, content creating or whatever because i was trying to get them to um to kind of like recharge them to be like hey you know i understand you guys are burnt out but there's this new platform where you can definitely get like put your stuff out there and you know see what happens but i think they were already kind of like done with it um, and they were just like, we'll just, we'll just watch from afar. We'll see what you just keep me updated on like what's going on. I wonder so, if they regret um, that now. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I mean, well, cause they're, <laughs> cause it, it, at that time, at that time, like, um, I wasn't really that, like, again, I was just kind of like a spectator. So like for me, in my opinion, it, I don't think it really mattered as much. Cause I'm just like, I didn't really have nothing, anything to prove that mm -hmm. like what I'm doing was actually like, you know, but yeah, I'm pretty sure now. They're like, I wish I started like when you started or whatever. You I know? hear that all the time. But, like people are like, I just wish I had started sooner. And it's like, we've been telling y'all that this was a cool platform. Yeah. And you thought it was just teenagers dancing. I mean, it's the same thing with like Bitcoin, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like back in the, new. like, I know. I, yeah. Anything new, anything that we heard five, five years from now that, you know, if you didn't invest in them, then I'm, I'm sorry, but <laughs> the train is kind of, I mean, like, I, I'd say that you still have a chance to, you know, grow in the platform it's still there you know it's For still sure. somewhat new um there's definitely a lot of opportunity to you know do something new. i mean it'll definitely take a lot more work than you know back in the day but like you know i'm not saying for any new new creators or aspiring creators that are listening like i'm not trying to tell y'all don't start like definitely start definitely get in because like you know it, any like today is always a good day to start you know yeah the best time to start was yesterday but the next best time is now so definitely I definitely um okay so you're posting on tiktok you started repurposing old videos then you started making content for tiktok i'm sure in a more upright 16 by 9 um or 9 by 16 uh aspect ratio <laughs> at what point 
did you end up? You said you had a government job, so you had like a normal person mm-hmm. job. When did you transition mm. from being a government employee to being a full time creator? Was there anything in between that? Um. So I was doing. Yeah. Uh. So in the beginning of this year was is the first is is like when I actually am now like a full time creator. You know. Oh my gosh! Um, congrats. But, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. It was very scary, but I also feel very confident that like this is the best. In fact, yeah, like I feel very I'm so glad that I did I've made this move. Like it is amazing. I never expected my life to be like this, honestly. Um, but um so when I made that transition from government employee to content creator, it was definitely a slow process, right? Um and I think it was slow for me just because like I have a lot going on, right? Like I have um I'm married, I have a kid. Um, I have mortgage. I have a lot that's kind of like on the line where, you know, it's still kind of like I was already making like like the beginning of last year, I was already getting like a lot of sponsorships and stuff, which like I was grateful for. But I also felt like I don't know how long this is going to last. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was just teetering. It's like it's yeah, it it was just being that Clark Kent during the day and then being like Superman at night. And that's essentially what I was writing. Um, and then eventually when like, uh, it, and then there was this point where it just started to feel a little bit more, feel a little weird, I guess. Cause like I started gaining, like, like sponsorships just started coming out of nowhere. And I just felt like there was just like, it's just raining on me, you know? Um, and, uh, it got to a point where I felt like I could probably just live without, you know, um, the government job. So, and then I just started to think that like, it's just started getting very, very overwhelming, um, trying to balance the two. Um, and then, I mean, I love the job that I was in. I love the people that I was working with. They were freaking amazing. But, um, but they also understood that like, you know, <laughs> that like sometimes they come up to me and they kind of like give me that, like, oh, I saw your video, uh, yesterday. It was hilarious or something. It's just kind of like, I'm a completely different person. They're, they're tell- telling me about like how, like some video that I created. It's just so weird. But, um, but yeah, um, I made that tr- transition by just, you know, like I, I put, I set goals for myself. I set like a certain financial goal. I set like a certain like following goal and engagement goal. And mm-hmm. if I met all of those, then, you know, I'll go ahead and make that transition by the end of uh, last year. Um, but I, I made those goals exceedingly quicker than I thought. So then what I decided to do is like reduce down to part time. Like I, like I talked to my um, boss about it. And they were completely cool with it. They were like, look, we understand. Like, we see you. We see you, like, killing it and stuff like that. So you tell us. I, I, and I'm so, I was so grateful of how um, lenient they were. They were, like, super lenient. You know, I was expecting that they were just like, you know, you either do this or you do that. But they were just like, look, you tell me how many hours. Like, you could even work one hour a week if you really wanted to or whatever. So, I mean, I reduced, I reduced it down to like eight hours a week just to like, you know, be there, just to say that like I still work there or whatever and just to see how it is. And then like by the end of the year, I just felt like it was time, you know, and I felt like I, and I, I left the job like with a clean slate. They were just like, look, if every, anything falls off, then, you know, if, if things don't go out the way go the way you want it to, then, you know, the door's always open for you. So I felt that sense of comfort for myself, you know. Um, so yeah, I, it was just a clean slate, you know, it was a very smooth transition for me and, um, yeah. And now I'm here. I think that's really smart. Cause that's, I mean, you're about four years, a little more than four years into your journey as a creator. I see a lot of people promoting online, like, oh, I became an influencer and quit my job after six months. And it's like, 
you don't mm. know how sustainable that's going to be. So having, I like yeah. how you had like the goals and saying, I want to have this maintained before like I'm going to actually take the leap and quit my job. And I, yeah, I agree. It's a little bit different for someone like right out of college or in college with no mortgage or family yeah. to um, be responsible yeah. for. But yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say. Having those goals yeah. is important. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I would say that sustainability for me was definitely my number one priority. Um, sure. Like I had this dream goal of like, you know, being a content creator and just like doing whatever I'm doing. But yeah, I knew that I had responsibilities. However, like for other, like if I was like in college, um, and I had like no kids, no family, nothing, I would have quit my job, like a long freaking, I'd take that risk, you know, <laughs> like my first like million followers on TikTok or whatever. And if I had like sponsorships and stuff, I had no responsibilities. Screw it. I'm going to like go all in on this. What what do I have to lose? You know, it's um, interesting because I don't um, think that there's like a follower number that I see people as like full time creators at. Like I know people that have less than 500,000 followers across all their platforms and they're full time creators. But then I know people that mm. have like multiple millions on TikTok and they like still have a day job and that's like what they do. Yeah. I mean, it's all about people's like uh, tolerance to risk. I guess for me, I'm definitely, I don't like taking risks. So for someone that like, doesn't like taking risks and for me to make the jump like that, this is me saying that like, it is awesome. I remember having conversations with other, um, content creator peers. Like, do you know who Melissa Ong is? Oh my gosh. Like, I want dead. her to be on the podcast so far. I need to reach out to her. She yeah, is she's so hilarious. Funny. Yeah. So I, I reached out to her. I was just like, Hey, do you mind if we like have a quick conversation? Cause like, cause I knew that she was going through the same thing too. Like she, um, yeah, she, she went to Berkeley. Google, she used right? to work for Google. Yeah. 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 She used to work for Google. And then she just, she abruptly just quit. She was a, she, without even her having like a huge following. She just quit at him. So she did, she did the opposite of me. <laughs> and I'm just like, dang, you got balls, girl. But um, yeah, she did it. And it, I mean, it, it she, yeah, you know, she was talking about it was like the best decision of her life or whatever. So I was just, I decided to talk to her. I decided to reach out to her and just be like, you know, I'm kind of in this position where I'm not too sure. Like, how's your experience? Like you've been, you've been doing this for a couple months. How's your experience? And she was just like, it's, I mean, like, quit your freaking job. Like, I understand that you have a kid. I understand that you, you know, like, like you have mortgage and stuff like that. But quit your job because, like, like freaking sponsorships and stuff, like, it's going to be raining on you or whatever. So, uh, you know, it's just good to kind of hear, um, you know, people like her and other content creators and, like, their experience and stuff. So, oh, yeah. yeah, it's just good to have that. I always those say, peers like, well, and one reason I love that I even started this podcast, like, I didn't foresee this aspect of it, but... Now, like, I have, like, a community of people I can reach out to and be like, hey, I saw that you worked with this brand or, you know, how much would you charge for this? Or, hey, I want to put together this event and blah, blah, blah. Like, do you want to collab? Like, it creates, like, a community of people that understand your job because the average yes. human has no idea what goes into content creation. They just <laughs> see, like, the final product. <laughs> they don't understand, like, the stress and the the pressure sometimes to create. Yeah. So it's, it's really important to connect with other creators and have that camaraderie and be able to like help each other. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, this, this, yeah. And it's interesting to see like from the outside or to hear from the outside, like when people think of like an influencer or a content creator, they think of like, Oh, y'all are just these lazy people that just don't want to work. And, you know, I'm just like, no, like, like, it, like there's a lot of passion that goes and and there is definitely a lot more work like working as a content creator versus like my nine to five job like i am working 24 hours a day and maybe i'm not even typing or anything like that but it, my head my yes. my like my thoughts and stuff are like churning and stuff and like i i would say like 
in like working in the government, like when you take a vacation, like it's like this out of sight, out of mind. I don't really care about like, you know, the, like once I leave the office, I don't really give a damn until I like come back to it with content creation, with like owning your own business or whatever. It's like, I'm trying to force myself to like actually be in the moment and be on vacation and like spend time with my kid and family. Cause like, you know, it, it's just like this never ending churning and it kind of gets exhausting, but I also love it at the same time. It's yes. weird. Do you, are, do you have ADHD? I feel like ADHD brains were good for content creation because it's like that constant dopamine stimulation of like posting and then you come up with an idea and then it's like instant gratification. Like it's this like, yeah, it's like a yeah, I mean, game. yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I would say I have some sense of like ADHD of just like jumping like in all different like, you know, and that's why like I now have like a notepad <laughs> to kind of write down the things that I have to do every single day. I'm writing you know? down yes, notes exactly. during this because I'm so bad about interrupting people when they're talking because then I think of a question <laughs> and I'm like, I want to ask you this question, but now I've started writing oh, no, no, it no. down. Yeah, um, yeah, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, Okay, so you started posting, your videos are blowing up. At what point you... You had mentioned that you weren't really talking about it to like your friends and family, but then obviously people started mm. seeing your videos. So at mm -hmm. what point or what were people's reactions like when you started going viral? Uh, okay, so there's this one reaction that I got that like, so yeah, I don't. So while in my job, right, like I'm this, I'm actually very, very quiet. I'm very, very quiet. And it feels as though the only things that I talk about is just like work, you know? I don't even even in meetings, I don't really talk much like uh, I just listen most of the time. And so and I just do my job and that's how people kind of like see me. Um, so uh, and then we have these like day, no, these weekly meetings where like everyone kind of gets together and we just talk about like what we've done. Um, so it was like like eight people in like a conference uh, call. And um, so the supervisor's like, hey, everyone, like, good morning. How's everyone's weekend? Um, and then it's like, so I had a really interesting weekend. I downloaded this uh, app called TikTok, and I was like, oh my gosh! So I knew where she was going with it. I I knew she oh, says, wow. and then like, guess who popped up on my feed? And then like, oh my god, it, it was just so embarrassing for me because <laughs> that was like the first reveal that like everyone was just like, oh my god, you're. You're on TikTok. How many views do you have? Like this guy has like I think I had like five hundred thousand followers at that time, and that was like super crazy. And people were just like, and so then they all like started like follow me. They like looked at my videos and they were like, I didn't know you were this hilarious, Rich. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm. That's that's what I do. That's my hobby, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just like it's it it. it it was just very weird for me. Like, I, I, there were some close friends that knew what I was doing, like, and they knew, like, my personality. They knew that, like, we just, like, kicked the shit a lot or whatever. Um, so, yeah, my close friends, I didn't really care about them. I, I tell, I didn't really care about, like, their opinion because, you know, I talk, I talk to them about, like, all of the stuff that I'm going right. on through content creating. But, like, yeah, my coworkers were a completely different, like, um, completely different experience, I guess. And it was just a very overwhelming. But I'm okay now. <laughs> I'm good. I think... I've heard a lot of creators say that they're more like quiet. Actually, it's not even something I've heard. It's something I've observed. Like a lot of times when you meet creators in real life, especially people in the comedy niche, I would say they're mm. so much like quieter and mellow and more subdued, like and shy even to an extent than uh, their persona is online. Do you feel like your persona is like a character? Not, not in a sense that it's like an actor putting on, but it's like a 
heightened version of you. I always like to talk about this because I think people look at creators and they think that the version of us that's online is like a hundred percent us. And this is something I talk to my mm -hmm. therapist about a lot because it's <laughs> not actually like a full picture of us, obviously. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about yeah. that aspect of it? I think, I mean, it's kind of weird to explain, but it's like a snapshot of us. It's the best version of us. It's a bigger, larger than life version of us. Would you agree yeah, with no, that? I understand. I, I completely agree with that. Um, so I went to VidCon, um, which was like a few weeks ago to meet like a bunch of other creators. And yes, I've learned that like everyone is the exact same way, you know? I'm sure like, uh, like I create all these like hilarious videos and here I am. It's just like super goofy, super like, you know, just off the wall abstract and stuff. But then when you get to know me, I'm actually just this like... I love, I think deeply about things, you know, I love, um, listening to people. I love having deep conversations with people. Um, I like cracking jokes like once in a while. It depends on if I'm in the mood or whatever, but, um, like, yeah, like who I am versus who, how I portray myself are, I guess, two completely different people, I guess, I suppose. But yeah, I would agree that like, it is a heightened version of my humor, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think of it like, I think of it kind of like art. I guess like mm -hmm. with, with artists, they tend to like really like exaggerate their emotions through their um, work. And that's kind of what I that, that's how I uh, view the content that I create on TikTok. I think it's like my form of art. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, it really is. Um, it's like digital art. And you're yeah. doing all that writing and directing and editing. And your your yeah. videos are like feel like short films sometimes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I guess I try to do that. So like, yeah, yeah, my, my videos, I, I feel like I it's influenced by a lot of um, like a lot of like, like Key and Peele and like Dave Chappelle and Peele. all the like, like all the stuff that you see in like Comedy Central. Like I knew that that's the kind of angle that I wanted to go for. I also have a background in art. So like, I mean, I used to be a graphic designer. Oh, um, I didn't so, know that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was a, yeah, I was a graphic designer. I got my degree in art and design. And then I started off as a, a graphic designer and then I eventually became like a user experience designer and now I am a content creator. So I, okay, I, so, I feel yeah. like I do. Yeah. Yeah. You've Go worked ahead. like in the tech, the artistic tech side of things kind of. Yeah. And I did that just because like, that's where the money is, <laughs> I guess. Um, talk to other designers. It's like the same thing for them. Like, they, like all, all these, uh, artists all the designers they love painting they love you know um photography and stuff like that but like also the real world is that we need like stability and so that's why i got in, not saying that i didn't like ux but i definitely got into ux because i knew that that's where the money was at that time interesting i feel like there are a lot of creators that come from tech kind of in a sense mm. probably just the i don't know the futurist not futuristic the foresight i guess like to see yeah i don't know good everyone you have to have I do a good know, imagination i feel like yeah i mean i do know there i do know some content creators i, I didn't even realize that they're also ux designers so i do feel as though there's this like shared mentality of all these create that like and what's funny is that like what what, what I, what's so funny about content creators is that we don't talk to each other so much i mean i'm pretty sure there is like a um like we have um you know discord, discord yeah. channels where we you know like sometimes chat here and now but like for the most part um we don't really like like, like yeah especially like the comedy content creators 
like we don't really talk to each other as often. We do like support with each other. We do like each other's stuff. We comment on each other's stuff, but we don't really like talk much. And I'm pretty sure I, I, I get like a lot of um, I get a lot of comments saying like, oh yeah, you should definitely collab with um, I don't know if you know who like American Baron is, um, and like there's all these other, yeah, he he creates like these like he creates like these short films, um, with like similar to me, but they're more like insightful. Um, and it's it like, and there's all these other creators that like, you know, where the people are just like, oh yeah, you should collab with them and stuff like that. And I thought it would be great, but at the same time, it's just like, I think it's just the introvert in us, in us. We're just like, I don't know. Should we do this? Should we, I don't know. Let's just, I think we're good here. <laughs> Let's just admire but, uh, each other from afar. <laughs> exactly. I think but, that's um, common, I, I also though. think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I also think that maybe it's also to do with, um, you see, two things. I think it has to do with imposter syndrome. Like, I think that, like, maybe it has to do with just, like, I don't know if I'm as good as them or I don't know if, like, you know, I don't know if they'll like my ideas or whatever. And two, I also think that it has to do with um, just creative differences. Um, like, I feel as though we could probably pitch something, but then we have two completely different ways on how we want to do it. And, you know, it's the trying to like i think it'll it takes a lot of work to try to navigate through that basically i don't think consumers social media consumers understand how isolating a career as a creator can be like you said like we don't really talk mm. to other creators i don't like some days i don't even leave my apartment because i'm like editing or i have calls and you know i work from home so i can just do everything here i film here i edit here i eat here i sleep here so i think <laughs> for a lot of people they become like pretty isolated and then like you said, you're working around the clock sometimes. You don't have a true nine to five. You don't get to like clock out mentally because social media is there for entertainment also. So it's like the thing mm -hmm. you're going to for entertainment is also what you're working on. It's a very weird space. I'm curious because you talked about how some of your friends were struggling with burnout before you even like started TikTok. Have you struggled with burnout at all? And how are you either addressing that or preventing that from happening? Um, yes, I did struggle with, especially when I like first quit my job and did this, like it was burnout, but I came to the realization that like, like, I think I'm doing that to myself. <laughs> um, and I, I guess it depends on the, the type of creator, right? Like for me, things were working and things are still working, but things were working. Like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I created content. Like I probably post like once or like like once every other week, you know, like uh, I, I definitely like focus on like one specific content. I try to make it as good as possible and then I put it out there and then like I give myself a break and I think about other things or whatever, you know. And then I thought like when I first um, when I decided to make this full time, my assumption was I'm going to keep on cranking out videos and I'm going to like, you know, uh, blow up like hell, you know. But then I realized that like I burnt out so quickly, you know, I just like it was just like. I, I was trying to sprint and I just like ran out of steam. So, and I'm just like, it, it just got to a point where I was just like, I don't know if I even want to do this full time because what the hell am I doing? But then I came to a realization that like, why don't I just relax and just keep on doing what I typically do, you know, um, yeah. create videos whenever you feel like it. You know, I think that like for the content that I'm creating, I want to make sure that I genuinely like it. Right. Like I don't want to create it just because I, it's my full-time job. And I need to stay relevant. I need to make sure that like people still love me and all of other stuff. Um, I've learned that like, I've learned that I've created like a brand for myself where I could probably wait like 
a month or two months or something like that, and then finally create like an original content and people will just be on it, you know? Um, and so that's what I'm grateful for. Um, so for me, I guess when it comes to like handling burnout, I'm just like, I'm just taking my time, you know, I have an idea. If I feel like I haven't fully fleshed it out, that's okay. You know, I think it's just all about making sure I think it's like, I realize it is mandatory for my job to make sure that I am like, just relax. I am chill. I am not like, you know, stressing over this uh, things. Cause yeah, if I stress over it, I think it's going to hurt me more than, yes. you know, um, so yeah. So I, I mean, for me, I just like, I just create content whenever I feel like it, but like to fill my time, there's other things that I do. Like I, I started like a vlog on YouTube. Like if I feel like I want to talk about something in my, you know, that's been in my head, you know, I do something like, it's pretty much like filling my, filling my time with other things, you know? Um, so I got that. Um, I have, I have, I'm doing auditions as well. Um, so like I have Ooh. my, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I did a few auditions like this past weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, you're I'm getting like, into like the commercial acting space or voiceover or what? Oh, um, actual, like, like I've done a lot of, um, Netflix auditions, like oh Netflix, gosh. Apple TV Wait, auditions so cool. and stuff. Yeah, I know. Thought. So like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, look like my management, they're, they're three arts entertainment. Uh, they, I was, I found them through, cause I did something with comedy central and they asked me if I had management. I'm like, no. So and they're like, okay, let me go ahead and introduce you to three arts had a conversation with them. They work with a bunch of like big name people. They work with um, Chris Evans. They work with, um, what's his name? Like Howie Mandel. Um, they, in fact, um, Melissa Ong is also oh, under okay. um, Three Arts as well. Yeah, um, but they are amazing. They are definitely great at like negotiating my deals. So I don't need to worry about that. Like amazing. every single time I get like a sponsorship deal, I just do like reach out to my managers. They, and they are amazing with it. They And they're definitely... Um, they, they, their primary um, space is the entertainment space, mm -hmm. the like, you know, acting, um, voiceovers, comedy space or whatever. So like they, they do like whenever they see a role they think that I'm fit for, they pitch it to me. I send them a self tape and, um, you know, just hope for the best. I like that you said yeah. that you were trying to like sprint and just like go, you know, full force. And that is like a surefire way to lead to burnout. Like it really is mm -hmm. a marathon. Like you have to think about pacing yourself. I think someone once told me you're no good to anyone if you get burnt out. So it's important to like take that time to recharge and like take care of your mental health and take it slow. I think with TikTok, there's such a fast turnover with content. There is that pressure to constantly be churning out stuff. And I like that you said you post mm. every two weeks or like, you know, you were posting on an average of every two weeks, but you were waiting until you yeah. had like a good piece of content to post that you were like proud of. I see so mm -hmm. many people out here saying like post six times a day and like maybe maybe if you're a dance creator or something that's really mm -hmm. low effort then you could do yeah. like you could get away with that but really you want to be putting out high quality content as often as you can and yes. tiktok has straight up yes. said that to creators on creator calls so i'm really glad you said that because i don't feel like i get a lot of examples of people that make higher quality yeah. content less often how do you film and edit your content because it looks really freaking good quality was it always like that oh. when did that happen thank you um it's uh honestly that's also part of my strategy is like i try to make things as awesome as looking with like the least effort so i literally do everything almost everything on my phone you're joking <laughs> like so 
No, I'm not joking. I actually like I uh all my editing and stuff. I just do it on my like it, it just feels so much more relaxing to just lay on the couch and I'm just oh, like I agree. just editing like that, you know. But uh, all my filming though, I do it on my um I've got like a digital camera, like a mirrorless camera, and I just turn it vertical is it and the then Sony? I just like do the what, what kind of which which mirrorless is it? So I first use like the Canon M50. Um, it's like you want to buy a if anyone's like interested, like you want to buy a digital camera that has really good like, you know, you know, that films very well, that has like good bokeh. But at the same time, you don't need all those fancy, you know, you don't need to worry about like the F stops or the aperture and all the other stuff like that. You just want to make sure that you have a camera that's able to connect to your phone so that you can con you can just just press the button and then it starts recording and then you just do whatever you like. You want to be to to me like um convenience and like simplicity is the key to burnout as well so you know like don't make things as complicated you don't need to download like uh final cut pro and like watch all these youtube videos on how to do it like just keep things as simple as possible and this is from me as a graphic designer who knows how to use all those like adobe tools and final cut pro and all of those stuff like that i don't give a damn about all those like material like like there, there's so much more so many more um applications that does everything that you need it to do. Um, and so, yeah, I, for me, I use uh, the app called like Video Leap. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, and, and it, yeah, it does everything. Like if I want to do some zooming, like all the transitions, all the cuts, J cuts, L cuts and stuff, I could do that all on my phone and I could just, and it's easy to do it with my fingers and I just got used to doing that. Yeah, um, I used to use Final and, Cut when I did YouTube all the time. And then now mm. it's like the idea of like sitting down at my computer and editing a video on Final Cut is like, <laughs> oh, like just a lot of work because you're like having to import it and then it's rendering and then you have to export. Like it's just this whole process. Yeah. And I think that that was the burnout with my um, friends as well is that they wanted like they had so much going on. They had like a whole film crew. They had oh, all geez. these like lights, all these like, you know, they rented out a space all for a video that only got like 5,000 views. <laughs> oh it was like a seven gosh. minute video with like 5,000 views. It's just like, yeah, and that's, what, that's the thing that makes it upsetting is like when you did all this work only to get like a little bit of payoff and you just kind of like, do I really want to do this again? You know, that's definitely where the burnout lies for content creators. Speaking of doing a lot of work and not getting big payoff, you obviously have really good engagement on TikTok and you don't post that often. So I think that actually adds to that factor. But how do you handle when videos underperform or you do you have videos that like completely flop ever? Um, yeah, I do have videos that I guess from my definition flops um, like I. And when it happens, it's I take it more as like a study on like yes, what happens, like like. You know, like, like it's more so, okay, why did it, why did it flop? Right. Like, is it because like the jokes didn't land? Is it because like the timing of when I posted it, is it really relatable or anything like that? And I just take that information and then I just move it on to the next video. You know, I try to not like spend so much time, um, you know, really. And, and I think that's what makes it easy for me to like, what, like making sure that your the amount of work that you put into something isn't like you're not, not you're not putting much work so that you can actually spend time to just be like okay this is why it didn't work instead of like being like i put so much work into this it did all this like you know um and i also say that it comes from my ux background because that's what i did with like working with like websites and stuff it's like 
I, I look at the things that are that are underperforming and then I do I like, you know, write a hypothesis on like why it is. And I also like reach out to like um, to users and talk to them about why, like try to get an unbiased opinion as to like, why isn't it working and stuff. And I get information to try to like fix it. So that's a great um, approach. It's definitely just like a yeah, it's definitely like an ex all in an, an experiment to me. I think of it as an experiment more of a more than a I need to get views kind of aspect. Yes, I think that probably helps to prevent that like anxiety of like I have to have a good video because if I have a bad engagement rate, then I'm not going to get as many good brand deals and then I'm not going to make as much money. Like treating it as everyone gets low views and we can all learn from it is so much yes. more mentally palatable than having to feel like, oh, I'm not going to get another viral video. It's over. My account's dead. The world is ending. <laughs> like, I feel like I see creators on that loop. I mean, I definitely am guilty of getting on that loop sometimes, but I think a lot of people get on the, like, my accounts, I'm shadow banned, like, and then they're mm. feeling like, you know, they'll never get that viral video again. But I think, I mean, it, it, it always comes back around as long as you're consistent in my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all about, I guess it's all about consistency and it's all about like, I think it's all about growth, right? Um, and about how, and it depends on like, what is it that you're, that, that creators are trying to get out of this, right? Like, do, do they want views or do they want to, like, like, it's also about thinking about this long term. Like, what is it that they're trying to build like in a year or two years or three years? Do you think that like this is going to be sustainable for you, right? So if people are always chasing these views and they're, they're like, you know, they're going to keep on cranking out content because they need like, can they see, can they see themselves doing that like in a year from, or two, three years from now? Or, you know, I mean, for me, the way I think of like creating content is that like, it's, it's not about creating content and it's about going viral. I think it's all about like trying to establish a brand mm -hmm. for yourself. And as long as you stick to that brand, like, I think that you are going the right direction. Right. Um, and I think that even goes down to like when, like, I know there's a, like our content creators that do have like, you know, millions of views or, or millions of followers and stuff, but they don't really get like a lot of like sponsorships and stuff. And to me, I always think of, okay, when I look at your page, what do I think about? Like, wh what is it like to do? We do like, they're, they're, like in, in today's era, there are like thousands of creators. There are thousands of creators, thousands, hundreds of thousands of creators. Like, what makes you stand out? Like, have you really established a brand for yourself? Have you really established like a like a fan base, you know, um, and like, what does your brand like represent, you know? Um, but, uh, that makes it easier yeah. for brands to want to work with you too, is when they see like, Oh, this is going to fit so well because of X, Y, and Z. I do like that. You said that you, you said something about posting like a ton of brand deals and having to kind of like keep up with I'm trying to think of how you phrased it, but like, um, one thing that I always say, oh, like being sustainable long-term, like, is that going to be sustainable? Mm -hmm. Where do you see yourself in five years? Do you want to have to be relying on brands for the rest of your life to be paying you? And I think that's where building a brand for yourself comes in and why personal branding and consistency mm -hmm. is so much more important than I think even views to an extent, because mm -hmm. if you're constantly, I say, having to like pimp out your profile to brands, then like what's mm -hmm. left of you? Like you're not, yes. you're not building that brand. You're having to give away parts of your brand to sustain yes. yourself. Like as far as monetization yeah. goes. Yeah. 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 Um, and I mean, 
and, and uh, like to each their own, I guess, if people want to like live in that like world where, you know, they'll have to rely on brands, they rely on views and stuff. And, and if they're just really good at that and that's what they want to do, you know, um, you know, like, like I, there's still like sense of, some sense of respect for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, I guess for me, like, it, yeah, yeah, it still works. Um, through my perspective, I just think that like, I'm just thinking like five years down the line, like, where do I see myself going? Like, I love creating content, but at the same time, I like. I want to like move on. I know that I could already feel it right now that I want to move on to something else. You know, I want to transfer my skills and whatever I'm doing here into, I mean, like you, know, you said that like, you know, like all my videos look like very cinematic and storytelling. Well, yeah, I, I want to take that. But like, like, those are the people that I'm trying to communicate with. It's like the people that like, that, like, you know, um, that, that, that create movies, that create short films and stuff like that. So that's where I want to eventually like live in. Um, so I I think it's also just catering your content to the people that you want to um uh reach out to. Um an example is yeah, you said that I have like all these cinematic videos. Um I'm do I'm going I'm flying to Malta in two weeks to work with Universal Studios. What? Um <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, they're we're, so we're um promoting the Jurassic World um uh, movie that came out on DVD, but like they want me to create a like cinematic um, sketch for them, um, and the, like uh, so like I sent them uh, the what's called I sent them the sketch uh, yesterday, and they also mentioned that the um, some of the actors want to be on it too, depending on like what it's about. So like I sent it to them yesterday, and I'm just crossing my fingers that like it's, it's something that they'll like, and they'll be like, yeah, hell yeah, I want to. Um, cameo in this or whatever so like i'm just oh my gosh hoping that is everything so go well. freaking cool yeah 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 so but it, it goes to show that like if you like create you, you create the content that you want to communicate with so if you're creating like a uh, comedy content and you want to work with people like you know kevin hart you see that uh melissa i don't know if you saw that melissa worked with like kevin hart she and like them. so many celebrities it's so random yeah like, I, like howie mandel and her content was unhinged like i was like how does this yeah, yeah i really need to hit her up we're mutual so i she needs to be on here I <laughs> yeah need to hit her, her up she she is amazing she's amazing she is hilarious naturally she's hilarious yeah, i could um, see that yeah, yeah. She she's actually she's probably like the complete opposite of me. Like for for me, I'm very chill. I'm very like thoughtful for her. I mean, she's thoughtful too, but she's like she'll come up with content like that, you know? Like like she's just really good at improving things pretty much, you know? Um, yeah. It's definitely cool how we all her, have but, yeah. like those different strengths and that like plays into I think also our style of posting and how we how Yeah, we post yeah, exactly. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely see that. I definitely see um because for me, like, I'm not much of a person that, like, lifts up my phone and talks and, like, I mean, I love having conversations with people. Hey, guys, I welcome just, back It's just to weird to channel. have, like, yeah, exactly. I just, like, I can't do that. I, I don't know. I just don't feel and it like I'm that type of person. And it would be authentic if you did do that. Like, people would be like, what? Yeah. They want to see, like. Like, ew, can you stop, please? They want to see your, like, one-man <laughs> show skits. Like I, yeah, I think yeah, that yeah, exactly. a lot of people have struggled to transition. I think skit content to 2022, like skits, I think mm. originally were really big for like Vine and early Instagram mm. days and like you know Logan Paul days. And 
a lot of people haven't really been able to figure out like how to transition that well to TikTok. So I, I do think that cinematic mm. aspect sets you apart from a lot of creators because it is like such high quality. I actually was curious if you had thought about like going into directing and um, that kind of more Hollywood side of creating. So it's cool to hear yeah, that that's, you're working that's a... with Universal. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited for it. I hope that I create something awesome for them. And I hope that I have like, you know, long term relationships with them. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, like, I, like, I feel like I have like my foot in the door. You know, I also have like people that follow. Me. I have like Trevor Noah following me. I have um, what's his name? Um, Wayne Brady. I have um, I do have Comedy Central following. Me. So there's like people that are like eyeing me. Yeah, I just got to make sure that I can, you know, I'm leaving a good impression for them. It's so wild. Like, you know, it, it's, just cross my fingers. Yeah, I'm crossing my fingers for you. It's wild to think that <laughs> like with TikTok, like um. Who is it? Jenny McCarthy followed me on TikTok the other day. Like the, mm, yeah, so that's awesome. It's like super random. I mean, you never know when you're going to be on like a celebrity's for you page, and you never also never know when someone's going to need someone to create content, and you're fresh on their mind. So I mean, that's amazing. I'm really excited for you. And, yeah, and oh, go ahead. And, and that's the thing about. Oh, I was going to say, and that's the thing about like people who are spectating, like being a content creator um is that yeah the opportunity is there like the eyes are on tiktok the eyes are on everyone's eyes are on social media sure they're like thousands of miles away but they're seeing the same things that you're seeing you know and if like if you if people want to be a director if people want to be in the entertainment industry start creating content on um on tiktok like uh, put yourself out there you know i know like i know some friends they're still like they're in that I guess there's a sense of um, pride about themselves that they want to stick to like the new, the old ways of like doing things such as like, you know, um, networking with people, going to these events, doing these um, auditions and stuff like that, which is great and all. I think it's good to do that, but also don't disregard like the new technology that's out there, you know, because um, you never know what kind of opportunities would come out. Like, I can't believe that I'm now here talking about how I want to be a freaking director, you know, That's all because so cool. of TikTok. That's why I love this yeah, platform it's... so much. Like I, I'm like a native TikTok creator in a sense. I mean, I created on other platforms before, but TikTok's where I was really successful. And I love hearing like people's journeys on that. Cause it really is incredible. <laughs> like the things people have been able to do, just from posting content and being themselves like that's the power of tiktok and that's mm -hmm. why i love it and it's so it's just mm -hmm. really cool to hear because i remember even just seeing your videos like you know years ago and it's taken such an evolution and um, so there's a couple Aww. questions i always ask people at the end of our episodes we are coming to a close um but what advice oh, wow. Already. would you give someone to sorry let me rephrase that. What advice would you give someone who is wanting to be where you're at now? Um. Wow. What, what, what kind of advice? I mean, I feel like I've given a lot of advice, yeah, but I would say, um, like, <laughs> I would just say start now. And the, the whole journey is all about resilience. It's all about learning. Um, the more you do it, the more you learn. Like, don't think about the end goal. Don't think about being in my position, think about like the steps that eventually gets there, get, that'll eventually get there, you know, uh, make like small milestones for yourself and think of it more, think of the journey as more of a um, ex experiment rather than a, I need to do this, you know, like if you give yourself a, like the way I started is 
I gave myself a small milestone, like like three months down the line, I expect myself to get like 10,000 followers or something like that. And then you give yourself commitments, like once a week I'll post or something. And as long as you stick to that commitment. So basically you're saying like, as long as I stick to this commitment, my hypothesis is that I will reach 10,000 followers, if not more, you know, and as long as you stick to that and you reach that goal, or if you don't reach that goal, you won't feel too bad because you're, this is just an experience. This is just an experiment, you know? So, you know, and it's just like that tweaking, like, you know, you can either, once you reach that point, you can either like tweak and see what you can do to get better. Or, you know, if you didn't make that, just continue on, make, make new goals for yourself. And then you'll look back and realize, wow, like, Look at this entire journey that really got me here to where I am now, you know? Yeah. And I think I can speak for every content creator ever that we all really sucked when we started posting and we cringe when we see our first oh, videos. Oh, yes. Like, it's like, it's painful oh. to witness. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I privated a lot of videos oh, that, like, <laughs> I'm just like, what oh, the my... hell was I thinking? There's I... stuff that I go through and I'm like, I cannot believe that this was still up and no one is roasting me for it. <laughs> like, it, I like when I posted makeup stuff, even, I'm like, this was so bad. And I was, like, so proud of it. <laughs> just like, but I had to start somewhere. You know, we all have to start somewhere. Um, Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. I, I always like to ask people, too, what would you go back and do differently, knowing what you know now, if you had to start over from ground zero? Mm. Oh, if I were to start over from ground yeah. zero. Um, I should. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, you I wake think up, just... all your social media is gone. What do you do? Oh, if, like, like, if it was today, yeah. if it was, like, today, like, right now, I woke up and all my social media is gone. Um, back to my nine to five. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I, I think I would like, it, it would definitely be harder. It would definitely be a lot harder. And I'd have to just like, I definitely have, to, I mean, I definitely want to get back to where I'm at because like, I love where I'm at. So if it means like cranking out really, really great videos again, like I, I, I will be on it. I will be just working five times harder than I'm, than I'm working right now, basically. I love it. Um, we didn't even get to talk about YouTube. I'm actually a little annoyed. Can I ask you a couple oh, of questions yeah. about YouTube? No, go really ahead. Yeah, okay. yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, so obviously you've built millions of followers on YouTube, which is way mm -hmm. harder to do from my perspective on any platform. Or mm. I think YouTube's harder to grow on than Instagram even. I think Instagram's pretty hard to grow on yes. too. TikTok is pushing everything. They're both. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're not seeing a lot of growth. So how long have you been posting on YouTube and are you, you'd mentioned you're doing vlogs too. So are you posting original content or you're just repurposing stuff for shorts? Like what's your technique there? Um, so at the moment, so what happened, um, was that I created, yeah, I, I repurposed my TikToks onto shorts and I just started reposting in shorts and then out of nowhere, um, this is why I do believe I, I think it's very important to curate your content. Um, uh, like, I think that, like, to ensure that, like, every single content you're creating is purposeful. So for me, like, I like, I, I there's this idea of a viewer coming into your channel, watching a video, liking your video, and then seeing if you have something similar to like that. So then they swipe and then they see another video. And if they get, like, that same kind of, like, feeling, they're going to want to watch. So basically what I, what I created was, like, I, I knew that I wanted to create binge-worthy videos you know um so what i did was i uploaded all my really great content onto my um youtube and my assumption is that viewers came in they watched it they they watched multiple videos and then they subscribed because now they're looking toward 
for my um, next set of uh, my my next video. My, uh, so um, yeah, I, I think that, so. Essentially, that's what I I, I did. I repurposed my videos, uh, uploaded on YouTube, um, and so there. They, I think it, it blew up just like how I blew up on TikTok, and now I'm at this point where I'm creating like longer form content Ooh. so yeah i'm creating vlogs i'm i'm creating like videos like longer than one minute just to kind of test out and see um i would say that like my shorts are still like exploded they're, they're way better but i also see like the potential of my longer form videos to become like you know um something that i'm gonna be doing more often although it takes more time oh, yeah. uh, but it, it's just great to see that like i have that potential there so that like there's definitely room for me to like if i really want to expand more and get more like actors, get more, get like a crew together to actually start like building out like the long form content. That's definitely something that I'm keeping in mind. Yeah. I mean, YouTube's like the place where long form content lives. So that would be really cool mm -hmm. to see. I think that speaks to the fact that I say like a good video is a good video, no matter like where you post it. I think the fact mm -hmm. that you're having viral content cross platforms like not just on tiktok but also on instagram and youtube that's gotten you millions of followers which or millions of subscribers which is absolutely wild uh that it just speaks to the fact that good content is good content it's going to perform well mm -hmm. no matter where you post it and then you have the opportunity to expand i think if you like looked at you know someone's where they're at right now if someone looked at where you're at right now they see you doing all of these different things but they don't realize you know you started with just like the short skits and you've expanded since then mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I, if well that actually that leads to what uh, if i were to restart and do things um differently i would have definitely like um create my content like sure like i'd grow up on tiktok but then like eventually when i have a handle on tiktok i'd start like re uh, reposting in all the different platforms like grow my facebook page grow my youtube grow my instagram grow my twitter you know i mean it's so like I'd, i would have a process to be able to just post somewhere and or, or create a content that i'm able to just post all in in, in all the con all the social media like all at once mm. pretty much yes yeah. i need to do that i need to hire someone to help yes. me do that though it's so it's a lot like having to repurpose and manage all of it like managing content and all your videos and clips mm -hmm. and finished products and different versions is like a whole nother ball game. It, it's in a, itself. it's a job in itself. It's I need to yeah. figure out a better yeah. system for that. I'm working on that right now. I'm trying to <laughs> go through. It's like, I have all these like random clips that it's like, am I ever going to use this? Is my phone going to be full perpetually for the rest of my life? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think I need a good like organization structure. I, guess. No, I mean, I think everyone. Yeah, just... I don't feel like there's a good organization system for video content from phones either. Like mm -hmm. I've heard people. Use yeah, Google I don't photos, think so. But um, mm. it, it's funny. One thing that I thought, though, when you were talking about the idea of someone coming to your page and thinking, OK, I like this video. I want to watch the next one. That's like totally coming from your user experience, like like minds because yes. you're thinking you're literally thinking about the user experience coming to your page i mean i think we can all learn something from that though i mean that's got me rethinking like how i'm organizing my content because it really is i think we realize in theory when someone comes to your page it could be the first time they're seeing it and you want to give them a good experience mm -hmm. but like hearing you talk about like i wanted them to be able to swipe to the next video and like all the buttons are in the right yeah, place yeah 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 like, 
Yeah, yeah. You want to make sure to like rope them in. You know, it's a whole experience of um, like viewing. Like for me, I'm. I mean, for me personally, I, I'm very picky on who I want to follow. So like, if I see a video and I think it's hilarious, like, okay, that's cool. Um, it, it depends on also the video that they create, right? Like, if it's some sort of like video that they took from somewhere else and they didn't really like add too much to it like i'm just like okay that's cool i'm just gonna keep on swiping but if it's like someone where like they definitely put the time and effort to, in, in it i like to click their video i like to click their page and then see if there's anything else and then like i also think about like um like like if there's a lot of like like videos that like have like less than ten thousand views that looks like it's just like useless videos that they just posting just for the heck of it or whatever like to call that it just gets to the point where i'm like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit posting. If there's a lot of shit posting, it doesn't really convince me to really want to follow. Like, yeah. I want to make sure that like I actually love this person or whatever, you know. So what you're saying um, is, I but should yeah, feel, that's exactly what I had in mind. What you're saying is, I should feel really lucky that you followed me back. Oh yes, you. Should. <laughs> I got that mutual. You follow. seem like a really nice. Yeah, you seem like a nice person. I was just like, hey, let me go ahead and follow this person. She she seems nice. I feel like yeah. a lot of people. Follow it's your personality. Me. Oh. A lot of people follow me back because I'm verified. So they're like, who the, who is this? Like, why are they verified? And then I'm like, hi, I'll, let's be friends. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this to you and make you feel better that like I see verified people and I'm, I don't really give a damn. Okay. Well now you're just boosting <laughs> Sometimes I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to make you feel good about yourself, you know? Thanks. I didn't know you're I was going to get like a pep talk during this episode. <laughs> well, i like doing that i like i like making people feel good yeah i can tell like your content always makes me laugh i'm sure that you're always getting great feedback on it and i'm excited to see what you have in store maybe we'll be seeing some you thank know, you directing credits in your future then i can yeah, say we'll see, oh, we'll see hopefully on my podcast all right guys that's all we have time for this week thank you so much rich for joining me this was a pleasure can you let our viewers know or our listeners what do you call a podcast um, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, sure. All you got to do is um, Google Rich Black Guy. <laughs> I'll pop up like everywhere. I'll, I, Rich Black Guy is on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok. Sometimes I'm on Twitter. Um, but yeah, that, that that's where I'm at. He's everywhere. Find him there. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, yep. guys. Catch us next week at TikTok Radio. Thank you so much for pushing play today. That's it for this week's episode. Remember to subscribe and leave us a rating or review if you liked what you heard. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to connect with us on Instagram and TikTok and join our exclusive Facebook community group for more support and guidance as you grow. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson, and I'll see you next week for another episode of TikTok Radio.